0: Please stand. We make our beginning this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. O God of grace and mercy, we give you thanks for your loving kindness to all your servants, who, having finished their course in faith, now rest from their labors. Grant that we also may be faithful to death and receive the crown of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, One God, now and forever. Amen. We sing our opening hymn, Abide With Me, number 878. We continue by saying together Psalm 23 responsibly as it is found printed in your bulletin. The Lord is my shepherd. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Glory be to the Father and to the Son. As it was in the beginning. Please be seated. The first lesson for this morning is taken from Isaiah, chapter 55. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it, without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. This is the word of our Lord. The second lesson is taken from Romans chapter 8. What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own Son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies, who is he that condemns. Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from a love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This is the word of our Lord.
1: O oh, Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the works thy hand hath made, I see the stars. Plain, then sings my. sent him to die I scarce can take it in that on the cross my burden gladly bearing he bled and died to take away my sin then sings my soul So my Thou art Then sings my soul
0: Of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel for this morning is taken from St. Matthew chapter 11. This also contains Erna's confirmation verse. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this was your good pleasure. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This is the gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. Would you pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So to Dale and Duane, Luana, Diane, your family and friends of Erna, Erna was one of those people that you wanted to know. She was one of those people that drew people to herself. In my own opinion, I think she had a magnetic personality for these reasons, who wouldn't want to be friends with someone who was as kind as she was, who wouldn't want to be friends with someone who was as genuine as she was who wouldn't want to be a son or daughter or family to someone who was so loving as she was. And whether you were family or friend, who wouldn't want to be around someone whose faith was as strong as hers was. Yesterday, after I met with her family, we went just outside here to ring the church bell as is the custom at our church. And the number of times that the bell is rang is determined by the number of years that the person lived. In Erna's case, the number was 95. And I may or may not have been a little short of breath after ring number 95. True to form, Erna continued to give, and she must have known that I was in desperate need of a workout. For 95 years, the Lord granted to Erna a life on this side of heaven. And in those 95 years, the Lord was so very close to her. He never left her side. Last Saturday was the last time that I saw Erna, and at that time she wasn't very responsive. We weren't even sure if she knew that we were in the room. And as I was talking to her family, this verse came to mind, a verse that is from our text this morning from Isaiah 55. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. The point is this. Though we were not sure if Erna could hear us or not, we know and believe that the word of God never comes back empty, that it accomplishes the purpose for which the Lord sent it. even if if we weren't sure if Erna could hear it or not. Now, we know that the word of the Lord has actually two different definitions. The first is that the word of the Lord is the one that is found in the Scriptures. The Scriptures that are the source and norm of our faith. The Scriptures that came from the mouth of God himself as he wrote his, as, as he wrote as those who wrote his words were directed to do. The scriptures where salvation is found. The scriptures where a 2,000-year-old story of hope has never changed. The same story where the main character is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same scriptures where the promises of God are found. Where these words of promise are found. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so it was that on March 18th, 1923, Erna's parents, believers in the promises of God, brought their daughter to the font to be baptized. And this word of God was spoken over her as water was poured on her three times. Erna, Emma, Shane, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And that word of God never left her. That word of God did not return empty at all. <clears throat> because 13 years later, on April 5th, I'm sorry, 1936, Erna Emma Shane, the daughter of the Lord God, was led by the Spirit to be confirmed in the faith that she was baptized into. On that day, she, for herself, answered the questions about her faith that her church family answered on her behalf 13 years earlier. Erna, do you renounce the devil? Yes, she said. Do you renounce all his ways? Yes, she said. Do you renounce all his works? Yes, she said. Erna, do you believe in God the Father Almighty? Yes, she said, I believe. Erna, do you believe in Jesus Christ? Yes, she said, I believe. Erna, do you believe in the Holy Spirit? Yes, she said, I believe. Then a new word was spoken over her, her confirmation verse from Matthew chapter 11, which reads these words from Jesus. Come to me, all all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, you will find rest for your souls. This word of God did not return empty either, because 20 years later she would meet her husband, and they would start a family together. A family where the word of God was taught. A family where the word of God was read. A family where the word of God was present every time they brought their kids to worship. A family where the Word of God did not return empty. And we know this to be true because, well, their kids were baptized. They were confirmed. Their grandkids were baptized and confirmed. Their great-grandkids were baptized. You see, the Word of God never comes back empty. And, unfortunately for Erna, she had some difficult moments in her life as well. None more so than the passing of her husband, daughter, son, and grandchild before her. But still, Erna's faith in God never wavered. And as I was reflecting back to my many visits with her, I believe one of the things that she told me each and every time that I came to visit her was this. So many people have it much harder than I do. I am really very blessed by the Lord. And I thank the Lord each day for all of my blessings. The Word of God sustained her during her difficult moments, and it never left her. And it never came back empty. She would always have at least two or three Devotional books on her desk besides her Bible that she could read and find comfort in. And as if we needed more proof, this, her confirmation verse, was in her room, right where she could see it, so that she could always read it and find comfort. Which brings us at last to the second definition of the Word of God that never returned empty. The word as defined in John chapter 1. The word that became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Towards the end of her life, Erna had one wish. One wish that was the other thing that she always told me each and every time that we would visit. Pastor, I'm ready to go home. And I want to go to heaven now so very much. Of course, she had no idea that November the 17th, 2018, was going to be that day. I think at one point she started to get a little, well, shall we say, put out with God, because, well, she was ready, and why wasn't he? I refer us back to the last line of verse 11 from Isaiah 55. And my word shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Today, Erna is living the thing for which the Word of God, the Word made flesh, Jesus Christ, was sent for her. She lives today in heaven because the Word made flesh was born to her in the city of Nazareth, a Savior. She lives today in heaven because the Word made flesh was crucified for her on the cross. She lives today in heaven and waits. She waits just like the rest of the saints for the last day the last day when the thing for which the Word made flesh was sent will be finally realized, when her body and all of the bodies of all of the saints will rise out of their grave to unite once again with their soul, when God's people will be victorious over death and the grave, because there will be no more death, there will be no more crying, there will be no more pain, Because the Word made flesh, Jesus Christ, was sent for this purpose, to be the fulfillment of the promises of God. To be the guarantee that God's promises never come back empty. To be the guarantee that they will succeed in the thing for which they were sent. To bring life and immortality to light. Yes, you could really say, really quite easily, that Erna was a living, breathing example of the truth of Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. The Word of God that was spoken over her when she became a baptized child of the Heavenly Father. The Word of God that was spoken over her when she was confirmed in that faith. The Word of God that was read on her wedding day. The Word of God that was spoken in her home. The Word of God that was crucified on the cross, whose blood was poured out for the forgiveness of her sins. The word of God that that rose again three days later so that death and the grave would not be the end for her. The word of God made flesh whose presence she lives in now. Yesterday her family told me that perhaps her favorite song was one that we all know and one that we will sing in just a few moments. Jesus loves me, this I know. Because what told her so? The Bible, the Word, Jesus told her so. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. We continue by reciting the words of our Christian faith, the faith that Erna believed. By reciting the Apostles' Creed, it is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven Let us pray. Almighty God, you have knit your chosen people together in one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Give to your whole church in heaven and on earth your light and your peace. Grant that all who have been baptized into Christ's death and resurrection may die to sin and rise in newness of life, and that through the gate of death and the grave we may pass with him to our joyful resurrection. Grant to your faithful people pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Grant to all who mourn, trust in your loving care, that casting all their sorrow on you, they may know the consolation of your love. Help us, we pray, in the midst of things we cannot understand, to believe in and find comfort in the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. God of all grace, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to bring life and immortality to light. We give you thanks that by his death that he ended the power of death, and by his resurrection opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Prepare us in the assurance that because he lives, we shall live also, and that neither death nor life, nor things present nor things to come, will be able to separate us from your love which is in Christ Jesus our Lord who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting in His promises, we are bold to pray together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with His favor and give you His peace. Amen. Please be seated. This does conclude this portion of the funeral service. It continues outside at the gravesite. We encourage and invite any and all to join us there at this time.